Super Talk Mississippi media production. Find your new ride at Kia McCombs all-new location at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Come find out why McComb loves Kia McComb at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Right on the corner, right on the price. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. Don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app. Of course, you can always find us too on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station, and you can watch good things. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to Super Talk TV. You'll see I got a friend with me today, one of our favorite, I think our only good things head roaster. That's Kenneth Thomas. He is the head mm-hmm. roaster at Humble Coffee Co. there in Starkville. And they are growing and thriving and up to some good things. So welcome back, Kenneth. How are you? I am not complaining. You know, I think this is the first time you've joined us on Good Things, Kenneth. And I don't have any coffee, which is a problem. I'm over here drinking oh, just man. a little water. Are you disappointed in me? No, because I think that you need to drink, I usually say, at least as much water as you do coffee on the day. Well, I'm in rotation then. And then, too, I'll have to admit, we were talking about this earlier in the week, Kenneth, how hot it is. Does the heat impact your coffee intake at all, or you just switch the ways that you enjoy it? So I usually switch the way I enjoy it. So I will do more like cold brew coffee or this morning I had this fancy thing called a Japanese flash brew coffee. Um, getting ready for a podcast episode with a friend of mine tomorrow um, to go over that. So I was trying to remember how to do it. Which is different, and you always teach us such unique things about coffee whenever you come, but you're also a growing business. So how long ago is it, to Kenneth, that you had this grand idea for Humble Coffee there out of Startful? Yeah, so Rebecca, we started in 2017, and we're mainly online and wholesale um, with some of our biggest clients being Mississippi State and Ole Miss, and... Um, then we have expanded more recently, and uh, we now have a coffee shop front in Starkville to kind of show off the brand, and uh, we'd love to welcome everybody in as we get into the fall football season. Well, where is it located, Kenneth? Because I feel like it, at some points we were always encouraging people to go into their local uh, coffee shops, too. The Umble was all mm-hmm. over Starkville and beyond. So where did you decide, hey, this corner here in Starkville could use a storefront of Umble Coffee? Well, so kind of unique in that what we really needed was we needed an industrially zoned area. And so we're in the, it's in the industrial park area that's, if people are familiar with Starkville, close to um, the tornado shelter and the sportsplex 
um, and we went to the city and we said, hey, you know, we're, we're, in, we're a producer and we're a distributor of a product, but we would like to have something to show off the brand, kind of like if you go to Nashville and you go to a microbrewery or a distillery, they have a shop front. And so we are in the industrial area, but the city gave us a variance to be able to have like a full, you know, coffee shop, basically. So yours is kind of like what a, a craft brewery would sort of look like. There's, but now it's not part. The party's in the front, and the work is in the in the business. <laughs> yeah, you're like a reverse <laughs> mullet, I guess. Uh, yeah, like there. a reverse. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably the best description ever of humble coffee is where the reverse mullet. Yes. Well, let's not start the trend <laughs> of really long bangs in the front and then really short hair in the back. I think the mullet's bad enough there, Kenneth. But um, oh, so, but, awesome. but y'all are a little different. Than, than some coffee shops, not necessarily better. I mean, we always want to support our local, but you guys have been roasting coffee there in Starkville for a really long time, have gotten really good at it. So to be able to open that experience up for folks to see, I think is really cool. So what, when they come to the Humble, yeah. uh, is it just Humble Coffee? What's the name of your storefront now? Yeah, so if you just go just strictly to Humble Coffee, um, and it's, I mean, anybody can look it up. It's 216 Industrial Park Road in Starkville. And um, like I said, we have the coffee shop front, and we do full breakfast, full lunch. Um, and um, we have New York style or New York City bagels. And so we do bagel sandwiches and handmade spreads. We just did an event um with a big group, and we had a really cool pesto cream cheese, and we had a honey cinnamon, both that we made in-house. And, um, yeah, so it's great. But you still have the work going on in the back. Do the people who come in to get a right. cup of coffee or maybe something to eat, uh, Kenneth, can they peek through kind of like they can at a, at a brewery and see the magic that's right. happening behind the curtains? Yes, they can. And so um, that was really part of the plan and part of the beauty as far as what we wanted was we wanted people to see what I call the story. And so we have about half or a third of the building is the roastery and all of our packaging and shipping. And if you're actually in the coffee shop, I mean, you can sit right up next to that and you can see people um, roasting. We usually at least try to roast on Saturdays. We roast twice a week usually, but we try to make one of them Saturdays because we usually have a lot of people come in on those days, and um, they can just kind of see the story. Which is interesting, and I think it adds an element to you just not stopping for coffee. This is some place that it's come to sit and sort of enjoy and linger, right? Which is what a good cup of coffee should be, Kenneth. I think we ruined it whenever we decided to pour it in a, a to-go cup and then keep rushing on about our day. Yeah. You know, uh, the beauty of coffee uh, for, for many families or for many couples specifically is that's their, you know, they wake up in the morning and sit and sip. Or they go and meet somebody and you sit and you linger over a cup of 
coffee. And so it sounds like you've provided that kind of, uh, of atmosphere. But then also the educational piece to it. So you've always been real nerdy when it came to when you came to coffee in all the best ways. How do you yeah, intertwine? I know, absolutely. You should be. <laughs> uh, I think being a coffee nerd, a coffee nerd is not the worst thing uh, in the world to be, yeah. a self-proclaimed one. How do you integrate um, some of the education there at your storefront now that maybe you weren't able to do with just having the roastery and then sending it out wholesale? Well, so I'll answer that question, but I also want to say when you were talking about where people can come and sit and have a cup of coffee, our two big things were as far as having the coffee shop is we wanted to see uh, we wanted people to see the brand and what we're about, and we're also big on community. And so we tell people when they come in, we're like, we want you in here. You know, we want you to bring your Bible study groups, your liars groups. Um, we have some great uh, space that's uh, green space out back, and we have benches and Adirondack chairs. And, you know, we tell people, we just want you to just come and just be, and this can be a another place where people can gather as community. And so we enjoy that. And then as far as the education goes, we are doing what we call cuppings. So coffee cuppings, which is like coffee tasting. And um, that's something that we try to get some of the customers involved in. And coming up, we're going to start scheduling tours where they can like follow and go all the way through. This is what green coffee looks like and this is what the roaster looks like and this is what we do and this is how we get it to here again just how you would if you were going into a distillery or a microbrewery which i think is really interesting we should be curious about i mean most of us don't care as long as it's black and in the pot but then there's this whole other world (laughs) of learning about where the beans come from and how they're traded and you know how are they roasted and how long are they on a shelf i mean there's this whole other world that i think if you appreciate your cup of coffee in the morning why not be a little curious about learning more about why is it that this this thing brings me so much joy where does it come from you know how does it sort of get get there and then recognize that there is a difference which you always talk about kenneth regardless if they choose humble or not that there is a difference in the quality of coffee when you choose uh, a local roasted version versus a uh, commercial product off your local grocery store shelf right yeah and we're big advocates for um two things one is you know, if you like your coffee, thumbs up because we, we're happy if somebody's just in coffee. Um, and then otherwise, like you said, most of the time you're going to get your best stuff from your local roasters as far as coffee quality and freshness and stuff goes. But at the end of the day, if you like your cup, you know, that's it. You know, you and I have talked about before there's a we do a podcast we just did a couple of episodes um, on Nespresso and on K-Cups. And so, you know, some lot We may have to those. ask you about the K-Cups because Rhino is a late bloomer into the K-Cup craze. And he's really enjoying it. But I'm enjoying this conversation. And you've got more to tell us, too, about um, Umble and some of the offerings that you've got. So we've got more coming up next with Kenneth. You'll see no potato juice. Planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. So you led to the local color serving coffee with a crawler. Duncan doesn't take a lot of skill. They've got an awful 
upbeat, positive, and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. I don't know if I wrote a love song to coffee, if this is exactly how I would express it, but I get what they're picking up, what they are putting down. Welcome back to Good Things. You can find it is a good song. You can find us on your cute computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to Super Talk uh, TV. We are continuing our conversation with our favorite uh, roaster, our coffee roaster that is Kenneth Thomas. He is the head roaster at Humble Coffee Company. And good luck. I mean, not good luck, but good thing for you guys there in Starful is the fact that now you've got a storefront. Do you still supply wholesale to Mississippi State and Ole Miss and other places around town? We do. So um, those are probably our two biggest customers. Um, and then we do some in some Kroger's around the northeast part of the state. Uh, but we're always looking to expand and just bring great coffee uh, really to anybody. So anybody listening out there, if you own a business or, or know a way in somewhere, um, we'd love to talk to somebody about coffee. Who's more caffeinated, Mississippi State or Ole Miss? <laughs> uh, I, you know, honestly, and this is kind of a, a, a weak answer, but I think it's probably tied, you know, just kind of thinking in my head on how much each of them order. Um, yeah, it's kind of a weak answer, but they're probably tied. They're probably tied. That, that's a, you know, from where you're standing, that's probably a good answer. But I know a lot of college kids like their, like their coffee as well as just a lot of us. It's just part of our ritual and most of our days. We, it's one of those things that no matter what, it's kind of a constant. Um, and so if you, if you haven't changed the way that you drink coffee or think about it, I think every time we talk, Kenneth, I hope we encourage folks to maybe think outside of the box or get a little bit more curious. But there is a movement to learn more. There is a movement of folks who are interested in how the brewing process or the roasting process happens, doing it on a small scale at home, kind of like with the micro uh, brewing of their craft beers. And so you've always been a great teacher at that. And now you get a chance to teach people in a really unique place. So tell us what you got coming up. Okay, so get this, Rebecca. So I get a random email sometime in, I think it was the spring. And at first I was like, you know, this is just like junk, like fishing, something, whatever. It was something from Stanford University. And the more I read it, I was like, I think this is like real people talking here. Like they're they're using stuff that I would know. And so anyway, fast forward a little bit. Um, Stanford University um got me on a Zoom call and said, hey, um, we have a few food and drink curriculum, and we have always wanted to have chocolate, wine, uh, cheese, and coffee as like our four mainstays. And they said, we've been looking for a coffee person for about two years. And they said, we came across your podcast. Um, we came across some YouTube videos that you did. And I'm thinking, those things have 17 views. <laughs> and so, and they said, and we, we think you're the guy. And, um, so yeah, so fast forward to now in the fall of this year, I will be an instructor with, uh, Stanford Continuing Studies 
uh, doing a master class uh, that anybody can uh, hop on to um, for coffee. So that's pretty cool, huh? That is really cool. What will they learn? Like, will you take them through the roasting process? Will you teach them about, you know, the sort of breakdown in terms of nutritional opportunity? I mean, what will you, what will they learn? Yeah. So it's an eight week course. Um, as far as nutritional specifically, we, one, one full, um, it'll, it'll be eight, um, we'll say long classes and then we'll have some bonus time on some Saturday mornings when we do some brewing um, together um, but we will have eight classes that go from the history of coffee and you know things on the farm all the way through the nutritional um, stuff uh, as far as plus and minus on the health benefits um, all the way to like how you can troubleshoot uh, making a great cup, no matter what you're making it on at home, um, and and basically everything. So it so it should encompass like what I call it's kind of kind of cheesy, but I call it like seed to sip. You know everything. That's not cheesy. That's kind of cute. You should you should keep that. Like make that <laughs> sort of your you know your, your sort of thing yeah. because. Um, I think people are interested in this and some. So this obviously is virtual. You're not headed to Stanford once mm-hmm. a week for eight weeks. Right. So how do people like sign up for it? You don't have to be a student at Stanford. It's kind of like a community thing. Or can students also take it at Stanford for credits or it's still kind of like an elective thing? Yeah, so anybody can take it. Now, the seats are limited. Um Registration just opened like two or three days ago, but they could go to continuingstudies.stanford.edu. Okay. And if anybody listening to Good Things does that, I want to know about it. I want to know who's taking your class um, from our our Good Things family here because I think that's – I think it's neat because it's been a long process for you for learning it. When did you first, Kenneth, get that kind of itch to learn more about your morning cup of joe? Probably 2016, 2017, and uh, um, I, I, I thought I liked coffee, and at the time, I was honestly, and this is not bad or a knock, but, you know, I was drinking Folgers and Maxwell House, and um, I went to a national coffee conference, and that's where I got introduced to specialty coffee, and that coffee could taste fantastic. And it had more to it than just the caffeine, and um, then just went from there. And now you have a thriving business there in Startful. When, and we've had you on here before talking about the progression of your brand there, Humble Coffee, which I love. You have to share the story because not everyone um, will remember <laughs> the story of how you came up with the name Humble because I, I love that. So where did that, where was the inspiration from that? Okay, super talkers out there. So, all of you know that your grandma used to, when she was describing you or somebody who was more behaved than you, she would say, he's so humble. So she would drop that H. So that's where Humble Coffee Company came from, is we wanted to have high quality, but we wanted specialty coffee to be approachable with that classic Southern hospitality. 
which I think is is exactly what you're you're doing and you're giving back to the community and opening it up. From that, you'd always thought because you let's let's not forget you are a practicing physician. You are got a you got a family. Yeah. You still have your hobbies of biking and also roasting competitions. I mean, Kenneth, like when do you how much coffee do you drink to balance it all to stay awake <laughs> and sort of fo- focused? You know, I've got, uh, I probably drink, I don't know, probably average three cups of coffee a day, which is not a ton. But what I will give kudos to and thanks to is that I have lots and lots of very gracious and very selfless people um, who help with all of that stuff um, that you said. So, yep. Going back to the K-Cups, which you said was an episode on your podcast, oh, which yeah. is Coffee 101. Is that correct? Is that the name of your podcast? Yep, Coffee 101. Which is doing really That's well right. in that sort of sector uh, on the interwebs. Okay, you can't bash it because Rhino's really big into it now. He he found one on sale it. on the clearance rack, which is how he usually <laughs> gets his things, and he's fallen in love with it. So what, what tidbits yeah. do you have on the K-Cups? Okay, so Rhino, what I mean, how were you drinking it before then, or were you drinking it? Uh, only if I made a pot up here at work. Okay, so the thing with K cups, and and I would tell you seriously, go back and listen to that episode. It was only like one or two episodes ago, um, and what you have is you have convenience, and so you may sacrifice a little bit of quality, but at the end of the day. Again, like we always say, if you like your cup, then, you know, I'm, I'm thumbs up. And so sometimes you just need convenient in the morning because, you know, you haven't had your coffee to be able to think. You just need something to get caffeine in you. But I think he would be interested in the Japanese overpour or whatever you called it. What you say at the beginning? He would, <laughs> would you make Japanese the, flash brew? Yeah. Explain that to us real quick. Okay. So. Um, it's a little different than cold brew coffee in that you start with, like, let's say, and this is getting a little fancy, but follow me. If let's say that your ratio of coffee to water is one to 16, as far as your, well, ratio goes, we'll say gram to gram or however you want to say it. Um, you're going to use part of that water ratio as ice. And then whatever you have left of that water, you're still going to do a hot pour over, but you're pouring it over ice. So the extraction is a little different, which is what you pull out of the coffee grinds itself. But then at the end, you get a cool drink. A cool drink on a hot day sounds delicious. Kenneth, I appreciate you every time. Kudos to all you got going on and continue to do. Where can we get all things Humble Coffee? You can go to HumbleCoffee.com, or we would love for you to stop by the shop in Starkville, Mississippi. All righty. Well, we would love for folks to come in and tell them good things sent you. Kenneth, I'm sure we'll do this again. Until then, thank you so much, sir. See y'all. Stick with us. It's Friday. we got uh, Tanya back in the house to talk movies. Rebecca Turner. She looks 
healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. still pondering trying to guess the song's connection to a movie is it just released this weekend or has it been released i think it's a new release yes is this teenage mutant ninja turtles no <laughs> but it's in the same vein because i was like that is your shot i've been waiting for you to get all excited about it and so i was like man i bet he picks teenage is it out is it, has teenage mutant ninja turtles made it out all right yeah well, it is friday here on good things we got tanya back in the house to catch us up on movies it's been a few weeks so i'm sure she's been busy but uh so that one is out that's one of the ones that has released over the last couple of weeks yeah and i haven't had a chance to see it but it looks really good so um, that kicks back to all of us in the 90s right like rhino i know that's was one of yours and oh, everybody yeah. else's so um, I'm hoping it's a good family-friendly mix of a parent versus kid, or parent and kid can go and enjoy it together. Yeah, it looks like the same kind of animation as Spider-Man a little bit, so that's very intriguing. Um, but yeah, the big new release this weekend is Gran Torino, um, which the first time I saw that, I thought it was, I mean, Tur- Turismo. Is that right, Rhino? Yes. I, Why name it hard? I know. I keep getting it's it mixed up. It's named after a video game. Yeah. It's, it's based on a video game based on a true story of a kid that um, was really good at this game and won the chance to actually drive a car, um, you know, a professional race car driver become one. So um, I, every time I hear about this movie, I keep thinking of that movie that Clint Eastwood was in, Gran Torino. Is that right? Yes. I feel like I'm like, I have been gone for so long. <laughs> it's like, I just feel like I've forgotten how, how it works. my ABCs. Uh, but anyway, so that's the big new release this weekend, PG-13. Also, another one out wide this weekend is called The Heel. Um, and this is based on a true story as well. It stars Dennis Quaid um, as a dad who is a preacher and he has dreams for his son to also be a preacher. But his son just happens to be a really good baseball player. Uh, and he's got some sort of spinal disease that affects his legs. And because of that, um, baseball was kind of a danger to him because it could further um, his spinal condition. And so you've got the dad discouraging from base- him from baseball. And then you've got the kid whose dream is to play baseball and um, just what that looks like for that family. Did you say that's inspired by a true story? Or yeah, inspired by a true story. Um, and so that one is rated PG and it is out this weekend. Um, and then for all of you who didn't get enough the first time around, Jurassic Park is being re-released this weekend. The original? The original for its anniversary. Um, so... 
you know, I re- couldn't recommend it enough. I mean, definitely go see it on the big screen if you didn't get to the first time because it is by far the best of Absolutely. all of them. And, the, and all the an- animatronics, whatever you want to call it, and, it, and it's not really CGI that wasn't then. It would, it, it's not as great as you can do now, but it holds up. Right, exactly. And it's still, I mean, I would put it in my top five of all-time scary movies ever. Um, so definitely check that one out if you see it. Um, and then last weekend, Blue Beetle came out. And so I'm playing catch up since I wasn't here. That's the movie that I saw. Um, and this is like the latest superhero movie, um, in now the DC can. universe. And honestly, I thought that this one was going to get lost in the, in the shuffle of Barbie and just all of the summer stuff and all the other action hero movies that have come out. But it actually was number one last weekend. Um, it beat Barbie by maybe five million, um, which I think Take speaks, that Barbie. <laughs> which speaks a lot to how well Barbie is still doing. I think, um, I mean, they, they're well over half a million now. I think closer to 600 million, um, domestically. So, um, I don't think they're crying about getting bumped to number two, but Blue Beetle, when I saw it, I really enjoyed it. I think, um, you know, I kept thinking, gosh, you know, this kind of reminds me a lot of Spider-Man because it's a teenager. Well, he's actually in his 20s. He's a, he's a new college graduate, but a young man who, um, you know, suddenly has these powers and him trying to figure out what to do with it, how to handle it, how to balance it, much like Spider-Man. But the difference between Blue Beetle and Spider-Man is that Spider-Man kept his powers a secret from everybody, and Blue Beetle, his family, is very much in on it. And um, right there by his side as he navigates this new world. Um, but he, it's a little d- a device that is some technology created by aliens that somehow lands in his hands. Um, Did it say don't open the box? Yeah. <laughs> He was, on the, yeah. yeah, he was actually given a, literally a box with this blue beetle in it and told to guard it with his life and do not open the box. But, of course, of course, his family sees it and says, let's open the box. And the next thing you know, he's this, a beetle. This blue beetle is inside of him and turns him into this superhero. Which that's a little scary moment. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. And, but is the rest of it pretty? Yeah, it's really, I mean, you know, you have your typical action sequences but i didn't think it was scary at all um the main actor that's in it um he you'll recognize him from cobra kai he plays miguel on cobra kai he's a great young actor of course you know he's a new college graduate is coming home for the first time after graduation and quickly learns that his family is in financial um ruin and so he's making it his business to go out get a job try to save their house that they're about to lose which puts him at the steps of this large corporation where he's trying to get a job and that's where he's handed over the blue beetle but um great cast um in addition to him susan sarandon is in it which i've not seen her in a while she plays the bad guy which is kind of fun but she looks just the same i mean i was watching it thinking she looks just like she did when i saw Thelma and louise i mean she's like one of those actresses that doesn't age uh, but it is pg-13 i have a feeling Teenage girls probably will go see this movie 
for the actor that plays the Blue Beetle. Uh, Jamie is his character's, or is his human name. Um, but it's fun. And it's one of those movies that I think is a great testament to the importance of family and, you know, what a family unit, how you should support each other and back each other up no matter what. So it's got a good positive message. Well, it sounds like if you, it could be a good movie for everybody if you're kind of into that and just looking for something to do to get out of this heat. Yeah, and it's definitely it's kind of furthering the DC universe. Um, there are two bonus scenes, so make sure you keep your seat. Um, that kind of gives us a little hint as to what's to come. Is that the only one you've seen lately, or you got yeah, more up your sleeve? That's really it. Um, I've done a lot of rewatches lately. I've just kind of been in that mood. I just rewatched everything, everywhere, all at once. That won the Oscar, um, and I think I enjoyed it even more. You know, and I had heard that that you really need to watch it multiple times, and I get that now, having watched it again. Is it streaming somewhere? It is streaming on Paramount. I think it may be on Showtime. Um, but so, yeah, and it's one of those that you can easily rent for, you know, two or three dollars. Um, if you have like Amazon Prime or something like that, but definitely, you know, all of those actors won the Oscar and I, I think they each deserved it for sure. Is there anything else that's new to streaming that if you didn't get a chance to catch it in a theater, you might could have now? Yeah, well, there's one that's straight to um, streaming, and that's Adam Sandler's new movie. Um, it's called um, You Are So Not Invited to My Bat Mitzvah. And believe it or not, it's produced by his company, Happy Madison, but his whole family stars in it. And I've started watching it. I haven't finished it yet. Um, but it's just some of the drama of middle school. Oh, and, God. you know, <laughs> we just started but, <laughs> his real life daughters play his daughters in this movie. His real life wife plays the mother of his daughter's best friend in the movie. I thought that was interesting. Adina Menzel actually plays his wife in the movie. And I wonder why did he cast his own wife that. Yeah. as somebody else? But maybe just to, you know. I don't know. What's the chance though a whole family I know. could like do that? Because I feel like maybe the kids or whatever. But usually spouses aren't necessarily both. Does yeah. she have any acting other than this? Not or is this that just I'm one of those? aware of. Like I'm not sure what her background is, but I was thinking she was maybe a makeup artist or something. But I don't know that for sure. But the girls, uh, I haven't seen. I haven't gotten far enough in to see much of his wife yet. But his daughters are great actors, so he's got a good eye for comedy too. Like he's yeah. got that good kind of cadence with with what's funny. Some of it's silly, but for the most part, he knows how to, you know, have humor, which is always something fun to watch. Yeah, for sure. What's coming up though? Um, we've actually got next weekend. We've got Equalizer three, which I'm excited about. That's Denzel Washington, and you know he can do no wrong. Uh, in my book and then big fat great wedding three comes out the following weekend that's one that um i've really been looking forward to for a while and then all of my little ones out there paw patrol oh the mighty movie is coming out september 29th chase is on the case yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right all right you guys stick with us we got a few more good things for you coming up next
Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Good Things. Don't forget we are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Supertalk Mississippi app. And you can always find us, too, on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. And you can find Sports Talk uh, Mississippi on Monday live at the Sportsbook inside the Golden Moon Casino at Pearl River Resort to kick off the college football season and celebrate the Sportsbook's fifth year anniversary. Learn more about everything happening from golf to gaming to live events, great dining, everything you need to know over at PearlRiverResort.com. But high school football is officially back tonight. It is Friday night lights somewhere close to you in your hometown. And Super Talk Mississippi has you covered. So you can catch a local game from the coolness of your house on just about every Super Talk Mississippi station. Plus, you can stream stream a ton of games and get up to the minute scores from across the entire state by going to supertalk.fm slash high school or by clicking on sports on the Sports Talk Mississippi app. And then don't forget, too, coming up at 6 after Sports Talk, you've got the scoreboard preview show that's kicking off tonight, or maybe it was last week, but uh, for tonight it will be. And then you can catch the Farm Bureau Insurance Company scoreboard show. I think think it's the 28th season, I've heard them say. 28 years. At 10 p.m. on Friday nights. You can get that anywhere you listen or watch Super Talk Mississippi. If you're headed out to a game, too, I would advise just just to sit in, Text message or chat, make sure the game, what time the game starts, because I know there's a lot of uh, games that are being pushed back because it's, well, it's hot. and It's, so it's warmish. It is definitely warmish. All right, I, I got to get back to this point that you, have you not seen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Why haven't you been excited about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? The new one? Yes. I just haven't seen too terribly much on it, and what I have seen. Turtle and a Half Show? It, it feels... Power. I, I would rather go back and rewatch the original run of the animated series. Is that than, streaming anywhere? I don't know. I have to check. I'm sure it is somewhere. It's got to be. Oh, I need to introduce before she gets too old, which 11. No, she still would enjoy it. I need to introduce her to, to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because that was life. I had two, my neighbor, my closest neighbors to play with growing up were, were down the hill and it was two boys and they were, that was back when it was big and they would be, you know, the, the turtles and I was Lois and we, we played hours, you know, sort of, uh, and sort of that way. And so, yeah. Apparently they're free on YouTube now. All ever. Okay. <laughs> of all the places she's going to be like. Or Roku. Okay. I was going to say, you know, I. I'll let you watch YouTube, but it's going to be what mom chooses for you uh, for you to see. Um, but or you can get all of them on Hulu Plus, apparently. Gotcha. And that and sort of watching it that way. I figured somebody had them. It just with, yeah, with Ninja Turtles. Movies. There's like three generations of Ninja Turtles removed from the Ninja Turtles you and I grew up with. Yeah. Have they redone the have? Have there been, I guess, 
different turtles. Yeah, or yes and no. They've changed the designs a little bit because the one you and I watched, they were all the same turtle. They just had a different colored bandana, and then. In different iterations, you've got different versions where some of them have Raphael, where he's a little bit bulkier, a little bit meaner looking. You got Donatello being a little skinnier, stuff like that, where they've they've given them their own character. But yeah, it just feels like they reinvent it and bring it back for the next generation every few years or so now. It's like they ruined Rugrats. I don't know when it had like a little bit of a makeover or an upgrade or a reshift in the way that they did when they brought in the younger brother. I don't know. Still. Yeah, it just it didn't hit the same as the original Rugrats. Maybe I just outgrew it. I mean, that could, <laughs> could have been a thing too. I don't know, but um, Ninja Turtles, man, that you brought back, you brought back a lot. But they had some original movies too. We have the DVDs of I think the original movies they made out of it. Oh yeah, the live actions. Mm-hmm. Where they they had suits that were half animatronic but they were actual suits that actors were wearing and i've been corrected it's april o'neill not lewis um sorry all you ninja turtle fans out there he is correct you were right yeah lois is with lois. clark from yes. superman <laughs> lewis and clark not lewis and clark lois and clark <laughs> it's friday y'all it's i i knew what i saw saw it in my head yeah and I've blocked that out, Aaron and Meridian. I've just blocked that iteration out. I don't even recognize that one. There's a ninja, female Ninja Turtle now? In in one iteration. Is that in the movie that's up? Uh, I don't think so. What a terrible name for her. Venus? I just don't see Turtle. If they would have picked a painter. Is that a painter? Uh, I think it's named for the famous statue without the arms of Venus de Milo. Well, it's a terrible turtle. They don't have any arms. Look, I mean... I mean, the turtle had arms. Just named for a statue without arms. Oh, we can do better, guys. I'm not saying there can't be a female turtle. We just need to name her better. All right, stick with us. We got more for you next. You got Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I'll meet you back here Monday at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.